Jack Team. There are only two wealthy developed countries in the world that allow pharmaceutical companies to advertise their products directly to you and me. One is us and one is the US. But the Green Party says it's time to bring that to an end. Their health spokesperson, Ricardo Menendez-March, is with us this evening. Hey, Ricardo. Oh, kia ora, Jack. What is the problem you're trying to solve? Look, as you've mentioned in your introduction, we're an outlier when it comes to supporting our medical professionals and protecting patients from aggressive advertisement that is not, has not been proven to lead to better health outcomes and instead takes a massive amount of time for doctors to then have to have these conversations with patients about the advertisement um, that has been thrown out to our communities. And um, overseas research does show that actually it does not lead to more informed opinions, um, that in actually those um, advertisements uh, do not equip our communities with what they need and instead just put a burden on medical professionals. How do you know they, yeah. don't, they don't equip communities with what they need? What, what is the negative impact as you see it from these ads? Well, if you, if you listen to the Council um, of Medical uh, Colleges in New Zealand to put an open letter, um, they're really clear that... Um, saying to us is that too many hours are spent having conversations with patients um, regarding um, what um, they see in advertisements, for example, and the medical professionals themselves are um, making a call for us to to put an end to these type of advertisements because all it does is it clogs up our healthcare system. And um, most countries have acknowledged that it does not lead to better outcomes. Having grown up next to the U.S., I've seen firsthand <laughs> just what these aggressive um, marketing techniques can lead to. And um, I can say that as a, you know, a consumer of prescription medicines, it has never helped me be more informed about what medicines can do for me. And I think the experts are the ones who actually will be better suited to know what is right for a patient. I mean, if we're, I spent a long time in the U.S. as well. If we're totally honest... It, it, it's not true that our that our market is the same as America, right? When it comes to these ads, like in America, basically, like every second ad on TV is for a prescription drug, and they have that whole thing at the end when they go may cause and in rare occasions death. And you always think, what? Um, we we don't have that kind of to the same extent in New Zealand, right? It's not really directly we, we, comparable. We may, we may we may not we may not be as big of a market for pharmaceutical companies, but the risk. Is there and the medical professionals here are telling us that it is an issue for them. Mm. Um, and I think there is an opportunity with the Therapeutics Products Bill, which is um, uh, going through the committee stages this week, to amend it to better protect uh, patients and support our medical professionals who are calling for this change. And therefore, I think it would be um, a good thing to do. Um, I've written to uh, both the minister and the national. Uh, party health spokesperson seeking support. Um, we understand that the National Party's health spokesperson does support this issue. And uh, my goal is that we can build cross-party consensus on this so that we can keep the calls of medical mm. professionals who are seeking to support our community. What does the health minister think? Um, I have had conversations with her. My understanding is that the government is trying to resolve this in other ways, um, but you'll have to talk to the minister to kind of get her full rationale. Right. Um, but but I, I do still hope that... Um, she comes around and listens to the feedback from not just myself, but like I said, an open letter from yeah. um, countless of medical professionals and experts who say that the time is now mm. to ban to direct-to-consumer advertisement of prescription medicines. Mm, mm. How would the ban actually work? Would it just, just apply to prescription medicines? 
That is correct. And, and, and so there's, there's that distinction around, you know, there's medicines that you can access from over the counter. There's those other medicines that you would need to see a doctor to acquire. Um, and what's been identified by the medical professionals is that the advertisement of the prescription medicines is the one that ends up putting a strain on the healthcare system and to those professionals. Um, because ultimately it is those professionals that are able to determine actually what is the best uh, treatment for a patient. I'm just, I'm just, and, yeah, right. I'm, I'm just trying to think, what, what, what would be the number one category of ads that we see? And I think, Ricardo, it would be, it would be like erectile dysfunction ads, right? Like, like ads for ads for prescription drugs. I'm, I don't expect you to have numbers here, but but um, I, I think that would be number one, wouldn't it? But that's kind of the point. I mean, the amendment to this bill um, addresses one problem. But I'm not saying that this is the only issue in terms of um, uh, problematic advertisement or sponsorship yeah, yeah, yeah. of products, for example. Um, but there is an opportunity with the um, passage of the therapeutic products. Um, Bill to uh, to actually make a positive change mm. to um, listen to the experts and 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 improve um, the way that uh, these kind of products are advertised to mm. our communities and this is why um, it won't be the only change mm. that we'll be exploring in terms of um, yeah problematic yeah. advertising but the time is now and this is a good opportunity to do it. Thank you. That is Ricardo Menendez March from the Greens. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.